The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. Today we are concluding our study through the first 11 chapters of the book of Genesis, this book of beginnings. And the God of beginnings is helping us all to find a new beginning. And I hope uh, this will be a section of Scripture that you'll go back to again and again. I, personally, I'll just tell you, I find myself uh, in study, in teaching, in preaching, in conversation, going back more and more to these first principles. And I believe that's because they're foundational principles, and we have to have them. And so I trust that this time in the Word has helped you to know the God of the Word in a greater way. I want to conclude our study today moving from world events to personal faith. Now, let me explain to you what I mean by that. The first 11 chapters of Genesis largely hinge on four big events, world events, uh, the creation, the fall, the flood, and Babel. So if you take Genesis 1 through 11 and you say, what are the opening chapters of the Bible about? What are the big events? They are the creation of all things, the fall of man in the garden, the worldwide flood, and then Babel, which was the confusion of of languages and the dispersion of nations. And so they're world events. They're, they're world-shaking events. But when you come to Genesis chapter number 12, there's a definite shift in the book of Genesis. There's, there's a shift of emphasis because the rest of the book of Genesis really is not about events. It's about people. It really is not uh, historical in the sense of it's just telling you about things that are happening with larger groups. It's very personal. It deals with individuals. In fact, just like the first 11 chapters, which cover 2,000 years, uh, hinge on four big events, creation, fall, flood, and Babel, Genesis 12 through 50 hinges on four individuals, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. That's the rest of the book. Uh, at times, we'll come back in our, in our studies to these four great characters uh, some of them we've studied in detail already. Others we'll study in detail in the future. But really, that's what the rest of the book of Genesis is about. It's about individuals. Uh, from chapter 12 to chapter 25, it's primarily about Abraham. From chapter 26 to 28, it's about Isaac, his son. From chapter 28 to chapter 36, it's about Jacob, the grandson. And then from chapter 37 through the end of the book, chapter 50, it's about Joseph. So four generations uh, of families, but primarily these men, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. And this is what really struck me as I came to the end of this study in Genesis 1 through 11, uh, that God is, is shifting our attention, not just to how he deals with the whole world, with all mankind, with the whole human race, but now he is concentrating our attention on how he deals with individuals. Now, we know, of course, from the great context of the Old Testament that he's showing us how he deals with the nation of Israel uh, from its inception, God's chosen people. We must never forget that. But there's a great application to us here, and it is this. If God's going to be real in your life, if the Lord is going to be real from this point forward to you, it's going to have to be more than, than history. 
uh, of the world. It's going to have to be the, the narrative of God's dealing with you. It's going to have to be more than just big events. It's going to have to be what God is doing in your life. And so, uh, to close our study of Genesis 1-11, through 11, I want to read the opening verses of chapter 12. Maybe this will, will stir you to keep reading and studying yourself. Uh, Genesis 12, verse 1, listen carefully, says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. You hear the I and the thee? Uh, God is the great I. He is the I am. He's the one revealing himself. And the, uh, this is Abram. This is a, an individual. This is one man, a husband, a soon-to-be father and grandfather. God says, verse 2, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. This is powerful. This is the Lord's covenant, the beginning of the Lord's covenant with, with Abram. The Lord spoke to him, and the Lord wants to speak to us. The Lord directed him, and the Lord wants to direct us. The Lord made of him what he wanted to make of him, and the Lord wants to make of us what he wants to make of us. The Lord blessed him and blessed others through him, and the Lord wants to bless us and bless others through us. This is always God's way. God doesn't just deal with nations. God deals with individuals. This is very important because in the previous chapters, it's been all about these, these nations and families and collective groups, but now God says, let's get down to it. Abram, I want to deal with you. I will, I will, I will. This is God's part. And, of course, our response to his revelation is so very important. My part is to listen. My part is to believe. My part is to obey and to follow. Lord, help me just to do what it is you say. That's what Abram did. Verse 4 says, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 70 and 5 years old when he departed out of Haran. I don't know how old you are. I don't know where you are on the journey. But I want to tell you, this day, this moment in your life ought to be a turning point. You ought to find a new beginning right now. How do you do that? Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. When God called Abram and his wife to leave Ur of the Chaldees and leave their kindred and leave the father's house, uh, somebody said, what loss, oh friend, when God thrusts you out of something, it's to bring you into something. When God removes something, it's to replace it with something far greater. When God says no on one hand, there's another yes. And so God brought Abram. God brought this family, God brought the entire world into a new beginning at this moment by revealing himself and Abram responding correctly to that revelation. My pastor used to say that if it's going to be real, it has to be personal. Well, friend, if God's going to be real in your life, he has to be personal to you. So first of all, you need to have your own new beginning with the Lord. You've never been saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Let this be the new beginning day. Let this be the new birth day. Uh, come to God just like you are. Uh, repent and believe the gospel. And today you'll find your new beginning with him. Maybe you're a Christian. Maybe you've been saved a long time, but you need a new beginning with the Lord. You don't need to be saved again, but you need to come back to the God of your salvation and be restored to fellowship with him, and let him restore the joy of his salvation in your life. 
you can do that because our God's a God of second chances and third and fourth and fifth. Have your own new beginning with God today. And then like Abram, not only does it begin with you, let it continue by leading your family. Start fresh right where you are with your family. Maybe there have been difficult days in the past. Today, say, by the grace of God, I want to uh, do the right thing, pass the right thing on to my children, to my grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I want to make it personal. I want to see God at work in my life and in my family. Friends, we must move from world events to personal faith. It's easy to talk about the big events, to talk about the headlines and the news. Uh, But if you want to be what God wants you to be, and you want to do what God wants you to do, and you want to see what God wants you to see, you're going to have to move beyond just the big events and what's going on around you in the lives of other people and have faith in God yourself. Believe him and obey him today. And in the Lord, you will find your new beginning. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.